Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, good morning. Happy Hanukkah. It's Johanna here, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 12th of December the 25th of Kislev, and the fifth day of Hanukkah. This week, our Torah portion is called Miketz, which means at the end. Today, we're going to start in Genesis 41, verses 39 through 52. But first, let's take a moment to thank God for his precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Pharaoh said to Yosef, See, I appoint you over the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and put it on Yosef's hand, clothed him with fine linen garments, and put a chain of gold around his neck. Then he had him ride in the chariot a second in command, the one that belonged to him, and they called out before him, Kneel down. So he appointed him over the whole land of Egypt. Pharaoh also said to Yosef, I am Pharaoh. Yet, without your permission, no one will lift up his hand or his foot in the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh named Yosef Tzafnat Paneach, and gave him Osnat, daughter of Potipherah, priest of On, as his wife. Then Yosef went out in charge of the land of Egypt. Now Yosef was thirty years old when he began serving as representative of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Yosef went out from Pharaoh's presence and passed through the whole land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced in heaps. So he gathered all the food in the land of Egypt during seven years and put in the cities. The food from the city fields surrounding the cities he put in each city. So Yosef stored up grain like the sand of the sea, vast amounts, until he stopped keeping record because it was beyond counting. Two sons also had been born to Yosef before the year of famine came, born to him by Osnat, daughter of Potiphera, priest of On. Yosef named his firstborn Menashe. 
because God has caused me to forget all my trouble and all my father's house. And the second he named Ephraim, because God has made me fruitful in the land of my oppression. That was Genesis 41, 39 through 52. And we're going to read the portion in Numbers now that is read during Hanukkah on the fifth day of Hanukkah, Numbers 7, 36 through 41. On the fifth day was the prince of the sons of Shimon, Shlomiel, son of Tzuhi Shaddai. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver basin weighing 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both filled with fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one ladle of ten shekels of gold filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Shlomiel, son of Tzuri Shaddai. Our portion today from the prophets is First Samuel 18. Now it came to pass, when David had finished speaking to Shaul, Jonathan's soul was knit to David's soul, and Jonathan loved him as himself. Shaul took him that day and did not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan cut a covenant with David, because he loved him as himself. Jonathan stripped off the robe that was on him and gave it to David, along with his armor, his sword, bow, and belt. So David went out wherever Shaul sent him and had success. So Shaul set him over the men of war. It was pleasing in the eyes of all the people, as well as in the eyes of Shaul's courtiers. Upon their coming back, upon David's return from killing the Philistine, the women came out of all the towns of Israel, singing and dancing in circles to greet King Shaul with timbrels, with joy, and with three-stringed instruments. So the women sang one to another as they were dancing, saying, Shaul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Then Shaul became very angry. This saying was evil in his eyes, and he commented, They've ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they've ascribed thousands. Now what more does he lack but the kingdom? So Shaul eyed David from that day on. It came about the next day that an evil spirit from God came mightily upon Shaul, so that he was raving within the palace. While David was playing music with his hand, as he did day by day, Shaul had his spear in his hand, and Shaul hurled the spear, thinking, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him, twice. Now Shaul became afraid of David, because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Shaul. Therefore Shaul removed him from his entourage by appointing him as a captain of a thousand. So David went out and came in before the troops. 
David had success in all his undertakings, since the Lord was with him. When Shaul saw that he had great success, he dreaded him. But all Israel and Yehuda loved David, for he went out and came in before them. Then Shaul said to David, Here is my older daughter Merav. I give her to you as a wife. Only continue to be my son of valor and fight the Lord's battle. For Shaul thought, My hand needn't be against him. Let the hand of the Philistines be against him. But David replied to Shaul, Who am I, and what is my life of, or my father's family in Israel, that I should become the king's son-in-law? But when it was time to give Shaul's daughter Merav to David in marriage, she was given as wife to Adriel, the Meholotite, instead. Now Shaul's daughter Michal loved David. When they told Shaul, the matter pleased him. Shaul thought, I will give her to him, so that she may become a snare to him, and the hand of the Philistines will be against him. So Shaul said to David, You can still become my son-in-law, even today, with the second one. Then Shaul commanded his courtiers, Speak with David privately and say, Behold, the king delights in you, and all his courtiers love you. So now, become the king's son-in-law. So David courtiers whispered these words in David's ears. But David said, Is it a light thing to you to become the king's son-in-law, considering that I am a poor man and of little account? Shaul's courtiers reported back to him what David had said. Then Shaul said, Thus you will say to David, The king desires no bridal dowry except one hundred foreskins of the Philistines. So take vengeance on the king's enemies. So Shaul schemed to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. When his courtiers told David these words, the word seemed right in David's eyes to become the king's son-in-law. Before the days were fulfilled, David had risen, gone with his men, and killed two hundred Philistine men. Then David brought their foreskins and gave them in full number to the king, to become the king's son-in-law. So Shaul gave him Michal, his daughter, as a wife. When Shaul saw and realized that the Lord was with David, and that Michal, Shaul's daughter, loved him, Shaul grew even more afraid of David. Thus Shaul became David's enemy for all days. When the chiefs of the Philistines marched out as often as they came out, David proved more successful than all of, David, of Shaul's officers, so he, his name became highly esteemed. That was 1 Samuel chapter 18. Now today's portion from the writings. We're reading today Psalm 58. For the music director, do not destroy, a michtam of David. Do you really speak of justice, O gods? Do you judge with fairness, sons of man? No, in heart you devise injustice, your hands weigh out violence on earth. <laughs> 
The wicked are strangers from the womb. Speaking lies, they go astray from birth. Their venom is like a serpent's venom, like a deaf cobra shedding its ear, not hearing the voice of charmers or a cunning spellbinder. O God, break their teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of young lions, Lord. Let them flow away like water that runs off. When he bends his bow, let the arrows be cut off. Like a slug melting away as it slithers, like a woman's miscarriage, may they never see the sun. Even before your pots can feel a thorn, whether alive or ablaze, he will sweep the wicked away. The righteous one will rejoice when he beholds vengeance, when he washes his feet in the blood of the wicked. The men will say, There really is a reward for the righteous. There really is a God who judges on earth. That was Psalm 58. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Mark twelve twenty-eight through 44. One of the Torah scholars came and heard them debating. Seeing that Yeshua had answered them well, he asked him, Which commandment is first of all? Yeshua answered, The first is, Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the Torah scholar said to him, you have spoken the truth that he is Echad and beside him there is no other. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love the neighbor as oneself is much more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Yeshua saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared any longer to question him. While Yeshua was teaching in the temple, he said, How is it that the Torah scholars say that the Messiah is Ben David? David himself, through the Ruach HaKodesh, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David himself calls him Lord, in what way is he his son? And the large crowd was listening to him with delight. In his teaching, he said, Watch out for the Torah scholars who like to walk around in long robes. They like greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, the places of honor at feasts. They devour widows' houses and make long prayers as a show. These men will receive greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and began watching how the people were putting money into the offering box. Many rich people were putting in a lot. Then a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins worth less than a penny. Calling his disciples over, he said to them, Amen, I tell you, 
This poor widow has put in more than all those contributing to the box. For they all put in from their surplus, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything she had, her whole living. That was Mark twelve twenty-eight through 44. And it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 15, 29 through 58 also. I wanted to wish all of you a happy Hanukkah. I wanted to thank you for praying for us. Um, it is a hard time in Israel, and lighting the candles, it just feels like um, extra meaningful and yet very difficult at the same time. So thank you for praying for our families, for praying for this country, for praying for the soldiers. We appreciate it, and we ask you to please continue. Today I will be going to a funeral of a fallen soldier that fell on Sunday this week, so two days ago, and uh, his funeral is this morning, Tuesday morning. Um, he was the brother of my husband's teammate, so um, yeah, we'll be doing that. And as you may have heard from my mom, we just had another funeral of a dear friend, um, a woman with an amazing legacy as a mother and a woman of God here in this land. And we've just been spending time with their family remembering her and honoring her. So it is quite a time that we're walking through and we just appreciate all the emails and the love and the little community that this podcast has generated. So all of our love and blessings and shalom, grace and peace to all of you. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel and Happy Hanukkah.